Have you ever felt like you were going crazy trying to survive in this world as a Christian? From denying your flesh and not hauling off on someone that pushes you a little too far to learning how to bring up Jesus in a conversation without being called judgmental. Yeah, I get it. It's been hard for me too. But each week we get to dive deep into these conversations that most believers won't ever talk about and hopefully provide encouragement, healing, and knowledge where it's due. It's time to draw the curtains and bring some things to the light. We're getting real, raw, and true. This is Christian Girl in a Godless World with Dominique Duar. Let's get it. Stay tuned for part two of our purity conversation with Miss Kelly of Proverbs 31 Spirit. And, you know, when it comes to purity, just to segue a little bit, you know, for those who don't really understand what purity is, purity is not so much about um, just the physical act of not doing, you know, any sexual activity until you get married. It's more so about a lifestyle. So when we're talking about purity, you know, we're talking about completely having a lifestyle change mm-hmm. where, you know, we're giving our, our, our total life to God, you know, and yeah. we're totally we're living in a way that honors him. So yeah. purity, you know, encompasses more than just the physical act of not having sex. It's just the way that you talk, the way that you act, the way mm-hmm. you conduct yourself, your character, your heart posture. All That's of right. that, you know, is included when it comes to being pure. Right. You know, so I, I wanted to kind of signify what that definition is because I think so many people think purity is just about yeah, not, not having, having sex until sex. marriage, but it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm, because I think is. when yeah, when people focus so much on, oh, let me not have let me not have sex, let me not have sex, let me not have sex. The more you focus on not having sex, the more you all your focus, you're gonna want to <laughs> do it. Uh-huh. And you're <laughs> and you're more prone to, to get into it because you're thinking <laughs> you're putting all of your energy into not doing it when it's like you really should be focusing on God. God wants us to focus on him, not just focus on a thing. Right. You know, he wants our eyes to be fixed on him. Like, Lord, I look to you for this. Right. You know, so I just wanted to put that piece in there. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. Mm -hmm. It is, is, is really about your mindset you know, but more than it is anything else. And when you get your, your mind right, you know, and your mind is focused on God, everything else will follow. Uh, the yes. one question that I get a lot, you know, is how to stop having sex. Well, you know, I get a lot of people that, who will ask, um, well, you know, I, I just find it so difficult, you know, and it, it, it is, you know, it's not easy. Real talk. It's not, it's not going to no. be an easy thing in the beginning. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like, well, let me just stop having sex and boom. I'm just, you know, no, if you've, right. been, you've been feeding your, this to your body, your body is going to want it. So this now has a battle between you and God. You've got to go to God. Like I ask God now, I, I don't say this for anybody, but I ask God, I ask God to remove any of those feelings <laughs> for, mm-hmm. from me. Yes. Remove them from me until I meet my husband. I want yes. to be focused on you. I want my mind to be on you. I want, yes. you know, my daily everything day in day out to be on you God and you alone. That's that. You know, I don't I don't want my mind to be wavering. I just, you know, I've been through enough. I've gone through enough turmoil. It's time to cut that down. It's just me and you. And so um, 
And so, you know, when my mind became aligned with God, then my body followed, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. So I just think that uh, it is very true. And I agree with you that it is much bigger than the decision to just stop having sex. It's a lifestyle. Yes. And, um, and so when people, you know, understand that, you know, and it's true, like what you said when you said that um, the more that you're thinking about, oh, let me just not do it, you know? It's you are going to want to do it because it's bigger than mm -hmm. it's more than yes. it's more than that. You know, it's about your time that you're spending with God daily. It's about your time that you're opening the Bible and you're learning who God is and allowing God to speak through to through you through his word. You know, yeah, in your worship every day. You know, it's it's the, all those things, the more that they're embodied in you the more you know it'll it becomes easier to become celibate you know what i mean yeah really hunger after that relationship with god you know and god will get that he will instill that in you you know the more yes. you, you know what i mean you that purity will be aligned because then your your mind is your mind is on god you know mm -hmm. so yeah so i i do wholeheartedly agree with what you said it is completely a lifestyle absolutely yes mm -hmm. yes yes definitely yeah you know so we want to encourage you all about that so i do want to ask you you know just to kind of get into i just have a couple more questions sure. um so what do you like how far do you think is too far when it comes to being pure so like if you just think about someone that's that's in a dating relationship that's leading to marriage mm -hmm. what would you say is too far for that couple that may cause the risk of them mm -hmm. um kind of coming out of that being pure phase into oh we might end up sinning and and going too far yeah. well you know this this is okay i'll give you what my thought processes, but I know that this varies from person to person because I know that there are some people who they don't, there are a lot of people now who don't believe that they'll even kiss until they get married. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, but I think it has a lot to do with um, the individuals themselves, you know, and yeah. how I know that there are some people who believe that uh, they would much rather um, date in groups or go on a date in groups. Mm -hmm. um, there are some people who do not, um, they don't come to or visit each other's homes. You know what I mean? So it's just, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the, the two people involved and, you know, and where their minds is. Yeah. Um, but um, I think I personally, I don't mind. I don't have a problem with um, a little peck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, and even holding hands, but I think anything past that is that, you know, I think mm -hmm. when, um, I think, you know, when you get to even, I think even spending, spending time, obviously alone, you know, so that you all get to know each other, obviously if you're leading towards marriage and that's what this, you're trying to court each other leading mm -hmm. towards marriage, um, you know, obviously you need to get to know one another, but then, you know, that can be a little dangerous sometimes as well, you know? <laughs> so, right. Um, so I think a lot of it is knowing your boundaries, knowing what your boundaries are, you know, knowing when yep. too much, you know, if you know, you're starting to have certain feelings, you know, if you've been able to spend too much time alone, you know, yeah. you know that, um, you know, don't, go in each other's bedrooms and stuff like that right <laughs> you know I mean? right you know don't yeah. sit on each other's beds you know 
Um, right. You know what I mean? Just, you know, oftentimes you know what your boundary is and mm-hmm. go with it. Don't push it. You know, go with it. If you know that, okay, this is a bit too much. And, you know, for some people, maybe hugging may be too much. Yeah. Um, you know, hugging may be a little bit, you know, to, you know, for some people that you, they can't handle it. And if you know that that's you, don't do it. If exactly. You, yeah. Yeah. If you know that, um, you know, like, uh, like I don't believe there's anything wrong with the pack. You know, I think going anything further than that is a problem, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but you know, again, that is different for everybody. I just believe, you know, you trust your instincts, you trust your boundaries and trust when that, um, that when God hits that, um, conviction, <laughs> yep. God starts mm-hmm. to convince you and tell you, mm-hmm. you'll feel it. He'll say, yep. you know, that, uh-uh, don't go there. You know, yep. definitely heed it. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, absolutely. Like, I agree 100% with that because um, what I always say is, like, only you know what turns you on. Sure. You know what, you know, gets your urges up and going and you just on fire and you just ready to go. Like, right. you know that. Mm. So it's like, I think a lot of people, they're like, well, yeah, I know that, but when they get in that situation where something may happen or, you know, could possibly happen, they don't really know how to pay attention to it and stop it. So I really think it's, it's important to notice when, you know, really pay attention to your body, right. You know, pay attention to when, you know, if, if, you know, if he touching you, he, you know, rub, you know, somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) he rubbing somewhere, you feel a tingling sensation. Okay. Maybe y'all need to, Stop. Time to let that go. Break up the party. Time to, time to break it up. You know, <laughs> because at that point you like, oh, okay, no, you can't touch me like that. Because... Yeah. Uh-uh. No, no. <laughs> we gonna go somewhere else. You know. <laughs> so you have to, you have to pay attention to your body. But some people they don't. Right. You know, they know it's happening, but they just like whatever. Mm-hmm. I like this person. I'm gonna just let it go. But right. no, that's how you fall into yeah. that. Like you fall into that happen. sin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's so. true. It is very true. <laughs> yes. So I definitely agree with that. You know, pay attention to the signs, pay attention to the way your body feels. And, you know, and don't, and also here's another thing that I, I really don't understand. And I've actually done it before mm-hmm. in the past. People will try to test the limit. So they'll say, okay, let me see, you know, how much we can do and see if we can stop ourselves. Like, why oh, would no. you do that? <laughs> Ah uh, no. You like, no. yourself up. <laughs> you are literally setting yourself up for failure. Like, why would you sit up there and try to see, okay, let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, no. Right. That's not okay because you're gonna fail. Right. You literally are going to fail. Yeah, no. You know, let's see how hot and so, heavy we can get without going all the way. Like, why right. why put yourself do that? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do it. Do not don't do it. That's why I said you feel that one little tingle. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Put your hand that over is, there. <laughs> yeah. So you maybe y'all need to separate. And even and even what I would say is, mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I, I I think boundaries are so important, like you said. You know, mm-hmm. but me personally, I feel like even being around that person at certain times of the day, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is about the nighttime, <laughs> but a lot of things go on at night. It's just something about like the ambiance of the night. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Make people want to like, <laughs> you know, go there, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
well, maybe, you know, y'all need to only hang out in the daytime yeah. or something, you know, in the, in public places. Yeah. It's you know, avoid getting in that situation. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about the nighttime. <laughs> it just gets people there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it definitely yeah. does. If you know that, you know, the nighttime makes you feel a little relaxed, you know, then mm-hmm. oh, you need to see each other during the day. That is the truth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes you have to make those adjustments you, where, you know and I agree like I definitely think it's different for everybody because some people can handle things that other people may not be able to handle right and you know so I'm definitely for you know whatever you know that you can do and if you know you can't do it then don't do it right you know don't yeah. even go there yeah you know yeah, yeah you know mm-hmm. so I'm just this is a really good topic, you know. This is this man, you know. We could talk about purity like all day, and all night. day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, now there is one thing, and like I said, this this podcast is very open, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I talk about all types of stuff. I'm it's, very, it's very unfiltered. Yep. Okay. I like the unfiltered now, as I yes. feel like you know. I mean, I feel like personally. Um, there is a lot of stuff that we don't talk about in the Christian community, you know, mm-hmm. to be talked about, you know, and I think that there are a lot of things like I was just saying to another sister in Christ um, a few weeks ago. I think there is a lot of things that people leave, you know, a lot of things that people wonder they're wondering if other people are experiencing it and, you know, yeah. they don't talk about it. No one talks about it. And it's like, yep. we're not helping each other that way. You know, nope. I mean, we've got to sit down and talk about things. You know, sometimes people are struggling with certain things and they don't talk about it because they might feel embarrassed. They don't know, you know, they might have gone to someone who made them feel, they might have tried to talk about it and have gone to someone who made them feel ashamed about it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, at some point we've got to be open to talk about things, you know, we're not right talking about enough as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Girl, I, I totally agree with you. And that's why I'm so, you know, unfiltered when it comes to stuff like this, because like you said, people need to know. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of churches don't talk about like, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about that. Why not? Right. People are going through it. Right. <laughs> we need to talk about it. it. Yeah. You know. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, the question that I kind of wanted to get into was you know, um, as far as masturbation and pornography. Mm-hmm. I think this is a really big, you know, a lot of people get confused about, you know, well, you know, if I'm not having sex, but I masturbate and I watch porn, am I still, you know, being impure? Because I didn't actually do the physical act of having sex. I don't know how many times I, I get, I get this question from people all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so what do you think? I'll answer after you, but okay. you know, what do you what do you think about that? Well, watching pornography um, is watching other people have sex. So mm-hmm. to me, that's enough, you know, so that's definitely, um, definitely impure. Um, yeah. Masturbation is having sex with yourself. So yep. that's a form of sex. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. You know, that does keep that's yeah. I mean, OK, you're not someone's not penetrating you but you are touching yourself and bringing yourself mm-hmm. to orgasm i would assume so mm-hmm. oh so yeah so it's not that's not you're abstaining from having sex with another person but you're not abstaining from sexual behavior 
Right. So, right. Yeah. So no, that. Um. So yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it. It's. It's not, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people struggle with masturbation. I'm, I'm honest. At one point I did as well, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's not an easy thing to, to just go cold turkey. Oh, I'm not going to do nothing at all. You know, it's, right. it's hard. You know what I mean? But you, it's possible. It's hard. Right. Very possible. If that's what you want to do, God will keep you if you want to be kept in those areas, you know? Right. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I, it's neither one really, you know, neither one is okay. You know, both of them are it's sexual behavior. And so, yes, you know, it, we are designed to have sex and engage in sex with our spouses. And that is right. You know? Um, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I, I think people don't really understand what well, they like. Well, you know, it's not porn and masturbation is not in the Bible. So is it really a sin? Yeah, it's still yeah, a sin. Mm-hmm. Because and what I what I tell people is, you know, masturbation is a form of self-idolatry. Like you said, having sex with yourself. You're mm-hmm. you're idolizing yourself. Right. You're bringing yourself pleasure. So right. that is a sin against God because Absolutely. God God is supposed to be getting that that attention and that praise. Mm-hmm. Now, you shouldn't be giving that to yourself. No. And, by masturbating you're doing that you are idolizing yourself right you know so yeah that's a sin against god and then even with watching porn you know god tells us not to look at Mm -hmm. another man or another woman and have sexual thoughts so even if you're even if you're not having sex with somebody by looking at porn Mm -hmm. you are opening up your mind to having these sexual thoughts about somebody right you know it's the truth yeah like so you're you're literally you know, your, your thoughts are becoming more impure, even though you're not doing, you know, actual penetration, right. you're still, you're still in impurity, right? Because you're looking at that stuff and you're allowing your, your thoughts to go completely south. And if you know, knew, you know, all of the horror that really goes on in the porn industry, I think yep. that they would, it would turn people's stomach. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. the amount of drug abuse that goes on. Um, mm-hmm. the amount of, you know, I've, you know, I, I have gotten into um, doing a, a lot of um, research and, and reading about what goes on um, while on set, because I, I don't know if you're familiar um, with her, but there is a minister, um, minister her name is um, Danielle Williams McCord. Um, she mm-hmm. to be a porn star and she's now a, a evangelist. And, wow. Um, yeah. I mean, her story sis, is just, I mean, she is just, I'm just in awe of her. Um, br- very briefly her, she was a porn star and um, a very popular one at that. And um, she, someone was um, as a lot of people are, they do become very obsessed with porn stars and mm-hmm. so someone um, had requested um, to spend a weekend with her and they were going to pay top dollar to keep her for a whole weekend. And so mm. he agreed to it because I'm guessing she's done that kind of um, thing before. And so so she agreed to it. The person had spent paid, I guess, whatever it was, some high amount of money to keep her for a weekend. And mm-hmm. um, the guy basically was trying to kill her. Wow. Obsessed with her that he kept her down the base in the basement of his home and was just torturing her. 
And oh my goodness. Um, she promised she was down. I want to say she was down in the basement for about three days. And um, she promised God that if he got her out of that situation, that he, she would give herself to him. And wow. just so happened some random person who didn't even live in that home ended up somehow um, coming down in the basement and saving her. And she ran. She was able to get out of the house. Wow. Yep. And now she is a minister. She is married. She just had a baby last year. I mean, you know, and so what I love about her is that she's very, she's very open and um, she's very raw, you know, and so, mm-hmm. um, you know, she spoke a lot about the horrors that went on, you know, and that goes on in the on porn set. So I think that if a lot of people really realize, you know, how, with, you know, a lot of these women are treated and how they're abused. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the girls are, you know, sometimes are under 18. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's, it's really, really, it, the porn industry is really vile. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you don't really know what you're watching. It looks pleasurable, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and it, it's awful. It's nothing Nothing, anybody, if they really knew how horrible it is, I, I don't think anybody would really watch it, to be honest. It's, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's such an amazing testimony for her to have oh went God. through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, Lord, if you get me out, I will give my life to you. And mm-hmm. she has. Like, she followed through with that. Yeah. And it's just so amazing that, you know, God was able to use her mm-hmm. just, you know, just to testify to people about her story and what she went through. Like, amazing. man, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about that, I, oh, it just, it makes me, yeah, you know, a little bit emotional. Like, man. I know. I know. You know? She's amazing. I'm, she really is. hmm yeah, so I, I really thank God for that. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, this this topic is so loaded, y'all. We can go on and on and on <laughs> forever talking about purity. But, you know, the main thing, you know, just to wrap up, just the main thing that we're really saying is that, you know, just make the decision and the effort to just give yourself to God. And I promise when you do that, you know, you you are never going to regret it. Like God is going to seriously save your life. He's he's going to just show you love that you would never get from anybody else. Amen. Like, I, and I, I can testify to that because mm-hmm. I struggled so bad with my self-esteem and that contributed to a lot of the, you know, when I was very sexually active, that contributed a lot to me doing that mm-hmm. and, and getting into getting into those actions and not really caring about who I was sleeping with and, yep. you know, what what I was attaching myself to. Like you, also, you don't know who you're attaching yourself to I'm when on. you sleep with someone, mm-hmm. y'all. You, you don't know what you may be getting in return. Like people don't understand when you sleep with somebody. You are literally attaching yourself to that person. Yeah, it's the truth. Which you are like, and and I I I experienced this firsthand because you know a guy that I had been with that I you know really had deep feelings for. You know, I found myself dealing with like depression and all all this type of stuff that I wasn't dealing with before. Mm-hmm. And he passed on to you, mm-hmm. and he passed that on to me. And I didn't realize that until the Lord revealed it to me that that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. But people don't understand that. You don't. Yeah. You know. You you could you can sleep with like one person or two or three people, and then all of a sudden you're feeling these things, and 
your personality changes. Yes. And every everything around you changes. You're like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Look at who you slept with. Right. Or you, <laughs> you know, know that you start having sleep paralysis and things like that. Yes. You know, all out the blue. You know, you're wondering why, you know, you're seeing things in your house. Things start feeling mm-hmm. weird in your home. You're thinking you're feeling presences in your home, you know? Yes. Deep. It gets very deep. I've been through that, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's... um. Hmm. You know, you have to really, really, really be mindful of that because you don't know. And if, you know, you think about this person sleeping with you, but how many other first people have they slept with before? Exactly. Exactly. Mm hmm. And all exactly. the all the stuff that they all it is is really is you know that one person passing on whatever to this person and to the next yeah you know, and then you end up sleeping with them and you can't take all that on you know yeah oh yeah you it's, it's you only awful. sleep with one person but really you didn't sleep with like hundreds like right <laughs> right yeah like hundreds and their demons uh uh-uh. uh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean but but even you know for those who are listening even if you've been in this situation and you like man like is it too late for me let me tell you it's never too late never it is never too late like you can be delivered from these things amen you can receive deliverance if that's something that you really desire in your heart to get delivered from these demons and these spirits and just that lifestyle I promise you if you really seek the Lord you know go see a pastor have someone pray over you have someone cast that that stuff out of you like Mm -hmm. seriously like you can be delivered from it and you can have a better life because god wants that for you amen you know he wants you to have that better life amen and not be attached you know to so many different people and just spirits and things that he never intended for you to to be attached to right you know so yes so man, this was just so this is such an amazing topic. And you know, Kelly, I just thank you for, you know, chatting with me today. Man, I, I really feel like I've learned so much from you and I've grown, you know, even more just listening to your story and your insight. Oh, um, just you. about this topic. I thank the Lord just for connecting us. Me too. You know, too. I'm so I I, I man, it, it really when I when I think about it, I'm just like, Lord, you are so intentional the way you think. <laughs> Isn't he <though>? so intentional? <laughs> yes, like I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, yes. Yeah, so you know, you know, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. So you know, what we do every week, guys, we always end off with a word of prayer because I don't want to ever, you know, open up a conversation and you know, kind of release some things and I not pray over, you know, the people that are listening because I I want you to be changed and I want you to be encouraged. And I I want this podcast to be healing for some people because some people may need that. You know, every listener, I I want you to take something, you know, from this and I want you to grow even more to know that God loves you, first of all. Um, With every topic we go into, I, I want you to know that the Lord loves you and you know, he wants the best for you and he wants you to come to him. Yeah. You know, he wants you to give your life to him. Amen. So that's why, you know, we end off in prayer because we want to set some things in your life and we want to, you know, just put it in the atmosphere that Lord do this for this person. Amen. You know? <laughs> yes, it's true. Amen. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and end off with prayer. Mm-hmm. So Father God, Lord, I just thank you so much, Jesus, for who you are, God. I thank you that you are just a merciful father. I thank you that you are a father who does not give up on his children, Lord. Mm-hmm. 
no matter what we do, no matter how far we may stray away from you, Lord, you always bring us back to you, Father God. So we just thank you, Jesus, that we have the opportunity to present ourselves to you, Lord, to give you all of our sins and all of our burdens and all of our shortcomings and all of our flaws, God. And we can throw them at you, Father God, and you can just fill us up with your love and your peace, Father God. And we're asking, Lord, that um, that you would just bless the people that are listening to this podcast, Father God. We ask that if anyone is struggling with impurity and um, fornication and anything of that nature, any type of sexual um, demons or anything like that, Lord, we cast them down in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask that you would provide healing for them, Father God. We ask that you will open their ears so that they may, may be able to hear you more clearly as you are speaking to them and calling them and drawing them closer to you, Father God. And we just ask that you would just give them mercy, give them strength, Father God, to keep fighting, Father God, and to know that there is another way out, Lord, that there is another way, that another lifestyle, Father God, that there's a better way, yes. that choosing you is the better way, Father God, that if we choose you, we will have everything that we need, Lord, because you designed for it that way, Lord. We can't do anything without you, God. We can't even breathe without you, Lord. Amen. So we're asking right now, Father God, that you bless everyone that is struggling in this area, Father God, that you will speak to them, provide clarity, mm-hmm. give them support systems, Lord, of people who will um, be account- hold, hold them accountable to just that the new journey, Father God, if they're going to pursue purity, Father God, that mm-hmm. they will have people around them to help pray for them and encourage them, Father God. Yeah. And Lord, we just come against the enemy. You know, we know that he does the same things. It's nothing new, Father God. Mm-hmm. But Lord, we're asking that you give us the, the shield, Father God, that you will protect us, Father God, with the, with the shield, with the full armor that we can come against the enemy's attacks Amen. at every every angle father god and we just love you and lord i bless you for kelly i thank you for what you're doing for her thank in you. her life father god i thank you for bringing her as far as you have mm-hmm. and lord i ask that you just continue to bless and to keep her father god that you will um be prosperous in her life father god in every area of her life lord and her business um with her children in her job everything that she does father god let it be prosperous let it be blessed and I pray that you will send even more women to her, Father God, to help push them towards you, Lord, so that they learn how to be kingdom wives, Amen. Father God, Amen. that they become Proverbs 31 women, thank Jesus. You, and we just thank you. We bless you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. It is in your precious son's name that we do pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. All right. So once again, thank you, Kelly, so much. So much, sis. This thank is so you awesome. for having so me. Fun. This is amazing. Yes, I had so much fun talking about yeah, this. Me too. Like I said, it was encouraging. So go ahead and tell our listeners like where they can find you on social media and stuff. So I am mainly on Instagram. Um, that's where you'll find most of my activity. I have a, very, a, a Facebook page as well. But I'm if you want to really find me active, uh, we can go to at Proverbs 31 Spirit. Um, so that's where I am usually posting. I post pretty regularly. Um, and if anyone at any point, um, I am very active with direct message um, on Instagram. If you have any questions about tonight's um, podcast or any of the things that I talked about with Dominique, um, please feel free to shoot me a message. I am very active. I will respond. Amen. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, once again, thank you so much, sis, for hanging with me tonight. And I thank you guys for listening. And I just pray that you all have a blessed night. And I will see you all again next time. Bye, everyone. All right. Mm -hmm. Good night. Bye. Good night. (laughs)